Hello and welcome to the Five Song Mixtape where we discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. Ogu Devin. And I am RJ. Ogu Michael. Ogu. Everybody say Ogu. Ogu. There we go. <laughs> what is this? Cantonese. Oh, yeah. okay. Couldn't look up the spelling for this because it has a five in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce N-G-O-5. <laughs> don't they have, like, the translating thing? Yeah, I had to watch the YouTube video. Yeah. <laughs> you just watch the lips? Yeah. <laughs> it was just yeah. Cantonese television. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to say it. I don't even know if that's what it means. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is episode 19, um, which is Devin's episode, when his mix is titled Aurol Aurol Sex. Sex. Oral sex. Oral sex. Yes. Oral <laughs> sex. Yeah. Yeah. Or oral sex. Now, did you come up with the title before the mix? Okay. <laughs> Came up with the title in one of the bands in the same moment. Okay. But then the rest of them I had to kind of like coordinate. So one song and the title. And that's it. And were you going for like you with the title you thought of the pun? Yeah. Or you were like No, I was thinking about oral sex. <laughs> I was getting a beach. <laughs> Listen to this song. And I was like, man, I'm gonna make an oral sex playlist. Yeah. No, yeah, I thought of the pun. I don't remember how, but I was just driving. I was like, oh, I gotta write that down. Yeah. I think I was listening to that band. I don't know why it reminded me of oral sex. They have a yeah. song called Oral Sex. I mean, maybe. <laughs> a lot of songs. I feel like that's a Dead Kennedy song. I don't think it is. But oh, yeah. It should be. Oral sex for the government. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So what is what does oral sex mean? So oral, A-U-R-A-L, it's like, you know, like sound, the way we perceive orally. it. Orally. Orally. Yeah. Orally. Yeah. Or, orally. <laughs> And, uh, you know, sects like S-E-C-T, like a sect of a religion that is far off from the sister religion it came from or the sister philosophy or, you right. know, whatever. Um, so I felt that four out of five of these bands were far from, far enough from the original style of music that they kind of play. Mm-hmm. So... You know, if you have like a rock band, like if somebody says like, oh, like I like metal, then I would show them one of these bands and be like, do you like this metal? And be like, well, that's not kind of, that's not the metal I listen to, you know? Yeah. Far from the popular, I guess. Right. Yeah. So there's like a baseline for genres. Yeah. Right. And these are kind of up towards the top Mm. baseline wise Mm -hmm. to me. Also, oh. five bands that when I first heard them changed the way that I saw music. Mm. Like mm-hmm. when I heard them, I heard something in them where I'm like, "This is there's something else possible with music." Like yeah. there's hope for the future, I guess. Yes, you know. Similarly, when Blink One Two entered RJ's life, yes, it's like, <laughs> this true. is a thing. <laughs> just been listening to Goo Goo Dolls. What is this? Na 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 na. <laughs> Take off your pants and jacket. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it weird that 
when you were younger and in school that some organization came to school in a van? I don't think we went to the same school. Did anyone do this? <laughs> they came with a van oh, and you had hearing, hearing tests, tests. Oh, yeah. inside uh-huh. of a van yeah. from some organization that yeah. came to your school. <laughs> so I feel like they're just trying to sell hearing aids. <laughs> when you, when you, anytime I hear the word orally, I think of <laughs> that weird ass brown van that came to our school that had, that you went inside yeah. and you had a hearing test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally on the news, like children stolen again. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they do that anymore. I don't even know what an organization, like what would that have been? It's it's some guy that starts a business. <laughs> like, it, it, it's got to be. It's not yo, yo, kids' ears school. are fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like if it was affiliated with the school, they would just have one of those rooms yeah, at every school. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know what that was at the time. That's so weird. The person that starts that. <laughs> like, what are they thinking? <laughs> I just had a hearing test the other day for the first uh, time in a long time. Yeah, because I got this thing going on with my ear. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they did, like, a very in-depth hearing test. And she put this, like, earbud in that had, like, suction and basically, like, pulled my ear from Weird. the inside out. Uh-huh. But it, like, fixed a lot of stuff. Yeah. felt a lot better. But, yeah, I have perfect hearing. Just good to know. Nice. After all the years of, like, playing music and, like, yeah. fucking with jackhammers and <laughs> loud noises. <laughs> I had to, uh, I had to get a new driver's license and I had to do a seeing test. Mm. And it was the first time in my years that I noticed one of my eyes is getting worse. Uh, <laughs> that's how it starts. It's the first time I, I've uh. always had great vision, and then it took like it just. I noticed. I was like, "Why is it taking so long for it not to be fuzzy?" Because yeah. <laughs> I do one side after the other, right? Like, am I sleepy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other side, I was like, it took like an extra two seconds for it to clear up. I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> Fuck, you can get a monocle. Yeah. Oh, that's Ooh. sick. <laughs> yeah. I already got a monocle. You don't Mr. Pull my dick. Is <laughs> <laughs> that one barnacle? A monocle. You know Mr. Peanut doesn't have a monocle? Um, what is that then? A watch? Monopoly Man <laughs> has a monocle. Mr. Peanut has a monocle. <laughs> Which era of Mr. Peanut are you talking about? All the eras. <laughs> he's never owned. He's a peanut. He doesn't have eyes. <laughs> he does have eyes, though. I know he does. Um, <laughs> so your valid is not. Okay, so are, you know. <laughs> I might be wrong, and it might be the Monopoly Man doesn't have a monocle. No, he has a monocle. <laughs> okay, you say he, Monopoly Man has a monocle. What about Mr. Peanut? I don't know. What do you what do you guys say? Yes or no? I think he had a monocle in East Ventura. The peanut man? <laughs> no, when he holds him and he's like, do oh, not the pass Monopoly go. Man. Do not <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did. That might be why we think he has a monocle. I don't know. This is one of those Mandela effect things I watched Jim the video Carey. on. Where they like revealed something to you and I was like, No, he's I think it's the peanut that you find out. Alright, so what are you saying? I'm going to go with the Monopoly man does not have a monocle. Okay. And you're going with the same? No, you're saying he does. I think he does. Monopoly man does. What does. about Mr. Peanut? I'm going to say he, Mr. I Peanut. I think he just has his cane. Do I have hat. a monocle? So I say no. So no to Mr. Peanut, yes to Monopoly mm-hmm. man. Yeah. You're wrong. <laughs> so it's so Monopoly. Mr. Peanut has a mon- monocle. Yeah. Monopoly man does not. He does not. Yes. I Isn't picture that crazy? him. I see that. 
Right? This is one of those Mandela effect things. It's yeah. like... But didn't you say in the beginning he didn't have one, the peanut? No, I, I was wrong. I got he's a flip flopper. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, <laughs> depends on if he's like I don't need to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the peanut man is just like white there, mm. so like oh. you don't even see through into his eye. Oh, creepy. <laughs> um, yeah. So today's mix oral sex. Um, all right. So let's start off here. Track number one, we've got Colossus by the band Idols off of their album Joy as an Act of Resistance. I love that title. Um, Came out in 2018. This song has a crisp five minutes and 39 seconds. One of the shorter songs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's the opening track of their album as well as the opening track to the mix. Um, Let's see. Idols are a British rock band formed in Bristol. In 2009, the band consists of Joe Talbot, Mark Bowen, Lee Kernan, Adam Devonshire, and John Beavis. The <laughs> debut album Brutalism was released in 2017. So they formed in 2009, but their debut album wasn't until 2017. I think they were doing like underground punk shows. Oh, okay. And maybe just released like self release stuff. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Okay. I don't know too much about them pre Brutalism, though. Yeah. Um, in 2019, the band was nominated for Best Breakthrough Act uh, in the 2019 Brit Awards and later won the 2019 Kerrang! Award for Best British Breakthrough Act. Um, yeah, that same year, Joy as an Act of Resistance was shortlisted for the 2019 Hyundai Mercury Prize. Uh, the band performed Never Fight a Man with a Perm at the ceremony on uh, the 19th of September. Um, yeah, so... Devin showed me this band probably like three months ago or so. Yeah. Maybe two months ago. And I remember listening to it and being like, I really, really like this. But I remember listening to other songs. Yes. And I wasn't as hot on it. Yes. As this song in particular. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is about the song that just gets me jazzed. Oh. Right? Yeah. But it, it's honestly like for for when people are listening to this, we this has been recorded a couple weeks before it was released. And this song feels like this week. Ooh, yeah. Does that make sense? Tense. Like oh, yes. it's tense. It has that Chaotic. really slow build yeah, and then just kind of gets quiet. Yeah. Right. And then it just fucking gets crazy at the end. Love the end. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I felt this whole week. Cause this has been election week yeah. where it's just like tense and you're like, this is going on for like three minutes now. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> and then We're right when you yet. think you're done. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Second part. Yeah. yeah. And it gets quiet. So like later in the week, it was get quieting down a little bit yeah, because we were just like waiting for things to happen. Yeah. And then. All right. So if you were going to pitch this are you going to pitch the band and the song, hmm. just the song to someone? Because you're you're pitching them on like, this is what the baseline is, and this is where they are, right? Yeah. So this would be one that I would show. I would show this to a lot of people that listen to the same style of music I listen to. Mm-hmm. Like people that like punk. Yeah. Uh, people that like indie and strange music. Um they have other elements to it too, where it's like if you like poppier punk, not pop punk, but somewhere in between pop punk and punk, like you would like parts of this too. So hardcore, yeah, RJ too, mm. which was interesting because we have like 
I showed this to Dustin. He mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah. Showed this to my friend Mark, who listens to like bad religion style music, offspring, and yeah. reggae. He loved it. Right. And I showed this to RJ, and he liked it, I think. <laughs> Originally, don't look at me. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I think he liked it. Um, yeah, which are it, like it appeals to different people for different reasons. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, and like, I thought you would like this song when I originally played it, and the other songs on the album are very different from this one and very different from each other. Mm. So there's there's a lot of elements of like you like what you mentioned when we were listening to it was like. I think like Dropkick Murphys or something like yeah. that. Um, Oi Punk. It's, Oi it's Punk, very, yeah. because they're British, like it, they have a very, and you hear it at the end of the song, that kind of Oi sound coming uh, through. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm very lukewarm on Oi. Um, yeah. Because I like the Sex Pistols and there's a couple of other, like I like. Is it Buzzcocks? Are they Oi? Yeah, they're, I guess they're considered that. There's a few bands in there that I don't mind. Um, but when that yeah. accent becomes over the top, it, yeah. I'd start to check out. I think it's American Oi stuff that I stray away from. Yeah, like the British the stuff. Yeah, casualties. I'm like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say something, RJ. Oh, <laughs> you had your hand up. Sorry, he's just saying, "Don't look at me." <laughs> Don't look, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. This the songs. It's super cool. Um, I remember the first time listening to it and I think the same time, every time I listen to it for some reason that I imagine if that baseline in the beginning was just like turned into, I don't know, like a keyboard or something for, for whatever reason, the beginning reminds me of prodigy. And if you ever have listened to prodigy, they're like a weird proto industrial British band Uh. tech no I'm the fire starter. yeah <laughs> like just yeah. fucking weird right and every time i hear this opening the doom that that pacing that they have in there mm-hmm. reminds me easily that it could turn into a prodigy song yeah i don't know what it is about it if it was like if you put this to a beat like a yeah exactly yeah yeah um rj so devin showed me this song before it was a live recording of it, and I was so blown away by the live recording, and I enjoyed it so much that I was happy that I saw the song on the mix. It was the ex- time, uh, the first time I think I actually listened to the recorded version of yeah. it, mm-hmm. and I liked it as well. Um, but then I had to go back and rewatch the live version of it, and I, I just still love the song. Live is good. It was on the KEXP. That's the good one, yeah. And then they went into the second song just to watch it again. And I forgot what the second song was, but I, I liked it as well. Never fight a man with a perm. I was like, it was a great song. I was like, I liked yeah. it. I love their energy. I love how it just stops. And then all of a sudden, the second part comes on. And I was like, oh, I love that. I love it as an intro because it was slow build up. And then it's just chaoticness. And uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that this, this song I want as like, it's the perfect, it's too long. So you'd probably have to cut out uh, maybe a minute or so of it. But I really want it as like a movie trailer. Yeah. Because it has that like, it has a weird Hans Zimmer-esque in the beginning with the ominous tones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so like it reminds me of a movie and I want it in like a movie trailer where people are getting ready to fuck shit up. 
And things no, go bananas be, at the end. That'd be perfect. Yeah. I could see something like what they did for that, the Us trailer. Oh, they yeah. They that Looney song yeah. 5 on it and slowed it down. Mm-hmm. Or like a cover of this song with a female voice and just no other instruments, just that doom, doom. Yeah. And her just like singing over it softly. Mm, that'd be cool. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, lots of possibilities with this song. Yeah. I would probably, yeah, I guess I would call this a punk band. I think so. Yeah. Post-punk, maybe. Right. Elements of post-punk um, with punk sensibilities. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They're hard to like categorize. Yeah. You know? They sound like, or maybe it's just this song. This song sounds like what, you know, in like the 70s and 80s, they would have futuristic movies that take place in the future Mm -hmm. and they would have like bands or music in that future this is what this sounds like it doesn't necessarily mean this is the music of the future yeah but when the 70s and the 80s and they were thinking about music in the future there's gonna be people in a club yeah double mohawks (laughs) smoking electronic cigarettes (laughs) listening to this punk rock music yeah yeah um yeah i love one of my favorite like uh not genre cliches but like i love it's especially it's in comics from the 80s but like any 80s comic that was in the future always had like this punk underbelly to everything even robocop does like the first terminator does like everything in the future or seems somewhat futuristic would be like we're just gonna add some punk yeah (laughs) going to a goth club yeah tank girl it's like yeah. yeah, all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So that's Colossus by Idols. Um, all right. So moving on from there. We've Did you guys got... listen to the lyrics, by the way, or read the lyrics? Mm-mm. Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? He says Stone Cold Steve Austin in it. He does say in that. The... Oh, yeah. Stone Cold. Yeah, okay. It's no. <laughs> a wrestler. I like the him. lyrics to it. <laughs> like, no, he's a $6 million man. <laughs> um, Interesting concept for the lyrics. Yeah, I like that. He structures the lyrics interestingly, where yeah. he just kind of makes statements. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a story necessarily. It's just like, these are words. <laughs> these are more words yeah. that kind of go with the words before. <laughs> like, it's like a poem in a way. Yeah. I like it. Stone Cold, his big move was just a front kick in the belly, right? Yeah, and I think he, no, 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 he slammed he, a beer. No, no, he kicks you in the stomach, so you bend over. And then you turn around and grab you and then drop down on his butt. Oh, your head that's right. There. right. There's it the, the second cold, part. The cold, the cold stone stunner. Stone cold. Stone cold the cold stunner. Stone cold stunner. Stone cold stunner. stunner. The cold Creamery. stone stunner is a giant ice cream sundae. <laughs> so you cannot finish If that. he likes you, he gives you a beer and some ice cream. <laughs> yeah. If he doesn't like you, you're getting yeah. stunned. <laughs> but you got you to gotta eat the ice cream so fast. Huh, that's interesting. So you get kicked in the stomach hard enough that it stuns you. No, no it bends you over. And then just like a liver you. shot. And then you basically guillotine over your shoulder. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yes. I think they call that a DDT. Or that was maybe Diamond Dallas Page's move. Because yeah. he would do that too, yeah, but it was more laid back. But his name was D- DDP that did the DDT. No, what DDT is when you fall backwards. That's what Sting did. Never mind. Disregard. What's the, DD- what's the T for? What does DDT mean? I don't know. All right. All right. All right. So track number two here, we got Baby Blue by Deaf Heaven off of their album New Bermuda. Um, it's track three off their album uh, coming in at uh, the longest song on the podcast. 
Yeah, I think so. Maybe Kamasi Washington's longer. Mm. Yeah. So this was this song is ten minutes and six seconds. Yeah. Flies now, right by though. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that um I think this is so far in the podcast history the best transition between songs. Cool, right? I really think that for me, this is the best transition. Yeah. Because it goes so, it makes me so happy every time it happens. Like, it really does feel intentional. Like, these yeah. two things belong on an album. Yeah. I don't know what the track two is off of Idol's album sounds like, but having that mixed together just works perfectly yeah yeah in no other deaf heaven song you can do that with this mm. one is a very specific one yeah. too has right. a very specific guitar tone in the beginning it leads in so well i was very happy with that did you like the transition or is it too harsh for you i concur yeah, yeah. Well, one and two were perfect for yeah. each other yeah notice how you said one and two one and two <laughs> and that's it that's, uh, all, that's all you get <laughs> Uh, so Deaf Heaven is an American post-metal band formed in 2010. I didn't know that there was post-metal. Well, I thought that there is. They invented it. <laughs> I thought that we've always been in metal. No, no, we're out of it now. Metal's done. <laughs> um, originally based in San Francisco, the group began as a two-piece with singer George Clark and guitarist Carrie McCoy, who recorded and self-released demo album together. Following its release, uh, Deaf Heaven recruited three new members and began to tour. Um, Def Evans' musical style has been described by Rolling Stone as a boundary-pushing blend of black metal, shoegaze, and post-rock. McCoy has cited various other influences on the band's sound, including alternative rock and early thrash metal, and said they do not consider themselves a black metal band because although influenced by the genre, they do not have the ethos the aesthetic or really the sound of one. Um, in 2017 interview with Red Bull music Academy daily McCoy stated the whole shoegaze black metal, uh, or post black metal thing was being ton- done 10 years before we were a band. Uh, this album that the song came from, uh, new Bermuda is the third, uh, studio album from them. Um, it was released October 2nd, 2015. Damn, that long ago. Yeah. That felt this feels like a new album for me. Yeah, I fucking I love this song so much. It's such a perfect cool. song. Had yeah. you heard it before? No, I don't okay. think so. I get well, it's hard with Deaf Heaven with me because I've mm-hmm. heard Deaf Heaven albums because they only have like a handful. Yeah. Right? And but their songs are like this. Prolific. And yeah. it's like I get lost because I'm like, yeah, I know yeah. I've heard but yeah. I don't know if I've heard this specific. I yes. might have heard this yeah. specific one. but That's why I was saying this one is very distinct in the the fact that it has that like clean guitar intro. Yeah. That sounds reminiscent of like maybe like 90s Metallica kind of. Mm. Like those tones that they used in that style of metal. Slayer is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, and then goes into a death metal song or a black metal song with solos in it yeah which Mm -hmm. is not a usual thing for that style of music or for deaf heaven in general right like deaf heaven has some like 
long drawn out like guitar leads in mm-hmm. some parts but i wouldn't call them solos this one has straight up fucking solos. yeah 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 this song reminds me uh it's like the best versions or the best things that i like about between the barrier to me are yeah. all in this song yeah because it, it to me the guitars sound a lot like between the barrier to me with alaska with yeah. how they do their clean guitars there and i think alaska probably came out what alaska probably came out like six yeah a long time ago so i mean it was probably something that they had listened to before but yeah but then between the barrier me goes off into metal at that time yeah and it's just i'm not that interested but the metal that's in this song i'm very interested in yeah i'm saying it feels real like between the beer and me feels synthetic in a way mm-hmm. like the new metal is like that it just me. feels of its time yes you know this feels timeless in a way right but i this is the album that we were talking when I, you were talking about black sabbath last week that i was referring to there's something about not necessarily this song but songs on this album that feel like they draw influences from the original metal bands yeah like there's no real black sabbath riffs but there's some ethos from black sabbath in there yeah you know it's funny because from like playing guitar so much recently I really do feel a lot of that comes down to tuning oh, because yeah. it's like a fucking eventually it just, everyone was like, we could do what with tuning. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah Satan goes low. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it just fucking gets crazy with metal with what they're doing with tuning yeah. eventually. And it's like, if you just play just in standard tuning and like a major key, you're going to get that classic like black sabbath sound that's yeah. all it is yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's like it, i don't know what tuning they're playing in um but the some of the stuff that they're doing just like you're saying feels reminiscent of those type of bands yeah you know what i'm saying there's some guy on youtube uh doesn't have a bunch of views but he plays deaf heaven songs on piano oh cool it's beautiful nice like it sounds like it was made to be classical music yeah it's crazy like somebody else did that with uh, metal bands like Slayer and mm. took away the distortion and added a bunch of spring reverb to oh, make nice. it like sound like surf rock. Yeah. And put a surf rock beat to it. Sounds just like surf rock. Hmm. It's That's crazy. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. RJ, how'd you feel towards uh ten minutes and ten six? minutes of the fave and so <laughs> I know I've complained about the length the of uh, songs before, but I feel like the beginning part is just another typical instrumental band. And I was Ooh, picturning so that I was just like so listening yeah. like <laughs> like Caspian or something like that. I was like I like that. So dismissive. <laughs> then this, me. This, as if Caspian's like not a good band. Yeah. Just like, you know, it's just like Caspian. <laughs> your basic front of the mill. You know, typical typical Caspian. Front of the mill, four guitar <laughs> instrumental band. So I'm live. They brought my friend's kid to the front. Oh, That's fine. They're like, you cool. know, you can come up here, you know, Wish awesome, this was a Caspian song. Awesome like, you know, experience for a child. Yeah. You know, just, you know, Child. Offered him earplugs because it was going to be loud. That was so nice of him. Yeah, that was very kind of them. <laughs> yeah. But so that happens, and then literally the part where, like, the second part, I guess, comes in, and I'm just like, oh, I feel this, and I love all of this, and I want to turn it louder than it is already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I look at people, like old people next to me, and I just yeah. stared at them and flipped them off. Mm-hmm. I was like, suck a dick, bitch. Suck a dick. I listen to black metal. <laughs> <laughs> and, but no, it you was... Old it, white assholes. <laughs> I suck dick and worship Satan. <laughs> it was a fantastic song. I, I, it, was, it was great. Cool. I loved it. 
You didn't really listen to Def Heaven before. You've heard them. You've showed me stuff. You heard it at Coffee Republic tons of times when Probably. Sunbather came out. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you never, I don't think you'd ever listened to a whole mm. album. I have not. Even really had to listen to a whole song. It was whatever you guys played. Yeah. All right. It's interesting. Because yeah. that's not your style of music. No. Not at all. I like Casman. He's like, yeah. They're all right. <laughs> <laughs> How I've do heard, you feel towards, have you ever taken a deep dive on Circus Survive? I, I've heard a lot of stuff from them, but mm-hmm. I enjoy them. They came mm-hmm. on after this mix came on. Mm-hmm. What? Mind. Interesting. Interesting. I would okay. say, yeah. I've heard one of their albums. I don't remember which one it is, but I listened from the beginning to the end. But, yeah, but, the the guitar playing in the beginning of the song remind, it reminded me of Circus Survive. Yeah. Yeah, with their guitar playing. It's that plate reverb with a slight delay. Yeah. 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 I like it. Yeah. Um, all right. So track number three, we've got. Black Quarterback by Death Grips off of the album The Powers That Be. Uh, this is track number three off of their album, track number three on the mix. Um, only two minutes and 59 seconds. This one felt longer. Really? Yeah, for me. I always feel like this goes by like that. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm just doing. Black Quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Death Grips is an American experimental hip hop band formed in 2010 in Sacramento, California. Um, the group consists of MC Ride, Zach Hill, and Andy Morin. Though he is not the band's frontman, Hill has been credited with being the driving creative force behind the project. Their sound, paired with Ride's aggressive performing style, draws on punk rock, electronic noise, and industrial styles. I thought they didn't say, like, hip-hop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weird. Uh, the band released the mixtape Ex-Military in 2011 and their debut studio album, The Money Store, a year later. Both received critical acclaim. Uh, let's see. Later in 2015, Death Grips uh, announced their fifth official studio album, Bottomless Pit, which was released in 2016. Um, and then The Powers That Be is the fourth studio album, the first double album, Um by experimental, there we go, hip hop group. Um, the album first dick or first first dick, <laughs> uh, first disc was released um, as a free digital download in 2014. Uh, the first disc's instrumentation was performed entirely on a Roland V drum kit by drummer Zach Hill. Um, yeah, this was a two. Album. album. This is two albums, basically. Yeah. The Powers That Be is Jenny Death and something else that I forgot the name of. Yeah. It's two separate albums. Um, and then uh, it features Nick Reinhardt of Terra Mellos, yeah. which when I was mm. reading this, I was just like, I totally forgot about Terra Mellos. They almost made it on the mix. <laughs> I totally forgot about that band. I, that's one of my favorite bands. Yeah. didn't it, If I remember right... Your the band that you're doing with Chris Burgess was Terra Mellos influence. Well, on my part, okay, probably not <laughs> as much on Chris or Kyle or Dan's part. Okay, I think it was the only one that liked that. But okay. they're like playing you know, like Incubus, and I'm like, yeah. what if it had a bass line like this? <laughs> like, just got weird with it. Okay. Yeah, and they're like, he's out of the band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, this is every, uh, no, not Death Heaven, but for sure Death Grips and for sure Idols, um, 
I did not hear about Death Grips until Devin talked about them. That Ooh. was that was the first time I heard about them. Oh. And this was years ago. Like many okay. years ago. Yeah. Uh so this oh, so this would have been probably Probably yeah. when we were riding a lot. Yeah. So probably time. about like four years ago ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um God I yeah. So it's been like four years. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Probably haven't been on a bike ride for four no. years. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you had mentioned them there like when we were starting to play music again. Yeah. Um, now was the first time that I heard them. Um, RJ. Yes. Now, you have had the most hip-hop on mixes? That's true. Yes. How do you feel towards this? Uh, see, this is a good test yeah. for <laughs> my theory of, oh, you like hip-hop? <laughs> so as it, it was stating about their style, it didn't mention hip-hop until like the very yeah. end. They just kind of threw it in. Well, we guess hip-hop. Um, my experience with them in general is I just heard them from Devin, possibly, or the other friends that I have. It would have been from me. <laughs> who else is listening to death Grips? oh everybody at work <laughs> but i made them <laughs> but i, I mean, burnt he... the cd from the internet I was like, fucking listen to this and then i so just show up and everybody's just playing death grips yeah. and i'm like who is this person yelling yeah why is this man so angry um <laughs> oh davin was here yeah <laughs> so it's like i see the influences from hip-hop and his style and everything like this overall I think it's just a lot to take in at times. <laughs> yeah. I've never done a deep dive in them. Yeah, it's just I mean, whatever's either. played around me. And I'm yeah. like, cool. That's cool. It's that yelling guy again. A but, deep dive on these guys would be interesting for both of you yeah. because all albums are so different. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on the Beatles. You heard Ex Military. <laughs> yes, I've heard that one. That's got some hip hop songs. Mm-hmm. I would call those hip hop, like angry hip hop songs, but they're hip hop. <laughs> Then like rap, DMX, rap yeah. rock. <laughs> it's, it's borderline DMX. Yeah, well, he was very angry. It's at least Rough Riders influence. <laughs> and then Money Store came out, and that one had more. That's the one that like they took off after that came out. X Military was a mixtape, kind of an experiment. Money Store, they signed I think Epic Records, and it was this huge deal. Uh, like somebody heard it and was like, "Fuck yeah, we gotta we gotta own these guys." Bought, <laughs> bought Death Grips, basically. Yeah. Got so many high reviews. Money Store was this specific type of music. It was experimental hip-hop, I guess. Then, to say fuck you to the record label, they released No Love Deep Web immediately after. And they had recorded these songs, um, I guess, in their private time, and like away from the studio. Mm-hmm. And under contract, they're like, well, you can't just release the album. They're like, oh, no, we're just going to release it for free on the dark web. (laughs) So No Love Deep Web came out. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy different style. Yeah. Then they came out with the government plates. Um, I think this was the next one. But all albums are so different. Hmm. And like some are more electronic than others. Uh, There's a lot of hip hop, but a lot of just like crazy ambient sounds. Yeah. I think I will on... I do want to take a deeper dive on them because I really, I really, really enjoyed the song, oh. and it was, it, it had like, it was just getting me pumped and excited yeah. every time you say black quarterback. I'm black just quarterback. Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I just get very excited. Yeah, the way he says it, it's yeah. his voice, it's yeah, like so powerful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this this mix was well. These first three, uh, I would say, yeah, these first three songs are like perfect for me to draw to. 
um, because they just like they keep me going mm-hmm. and they get me excited and I'm just like I'm consistent with these you, the first three songs. You pay attention because they're different. Yeah, so, I. It's weird when you're like um, when you're like zoning in on something. You want something that's not overpowering, but you want something that's going to uh, grab your attention every now and then. Yeah. And that's what these three songs do because they're all kind of longer. This one isn't longer, but it feels longer because it's very repetitive. Yeah. You know, Um, even though they're all kind of on the longer side, they keep my attention with these little things that are like happening. Yeah. You know. So all the beats on this album were made from Bjork samples. Oh. So the first half, I think, is Jenny Death. So the first half of this double album, everything, I believe, including the drums, are just distorted, like, tuned-down Bjork samples. Mm. So all the vocals, sam- samples in the song, just from Bjork. That's cool. Yeah. Mm, that's Very awesome. strange concept, but yeah. they pulled it off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, you're, you're, you're iffy on this song? Oh, oh, iffy works. Yeah. <laughs> um, if he's being nice. <laughs> yeah. So just I think when the chaoticness was like midway of being chaotic, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, th- I see what's going on. I see the layers and I appreciate that. But, but you're it's not impressed. Still chaotic. Yeah. All right. And then me <laughs> having like a mid heart attack, like halfway through the song, then it hits like song four. And I'm just like, ah, OK, change. It's changed. It yeah. changed a lot. So that transition, that was, that was... Yeah, I think the transition was good between two and three. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are fine. The first three are fine. Yeah. yeah. All, right, all right. So, so far, RJ and I are on the same page. Yeah. Because the first three are great. And then we get into track number four here. And track number four... I have an explanation. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So track number four is A Little God in My Hands, talking about his dick. Yeah. Uh, by the band Swans Tiny off the album To Be Kind. Um, track number three off their album. Coming in at seven minutes and eight seconds. Um, <laughs> Swans are an American experimental rock band formed in 1982 by singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Michael Gira. Or Gira. Um, one of the few acts to emerge from the New York City-based no-wave scene and stay intact intact into the next decade swans have become recognized for an ever-changing sound exploring genres such as noise rock post-punk industrial post-rock initially their music was known for its sonic brutality and misanthropic lyrics uh, following the addition of singer songwriter and keyboardist Jarbo in 1986 swans began to incorporate melody and intricacies into their music um so to be kind is the 13th studio album from them coming out in 2014 is released as a triple lp a double cd and a two cd deluxe edition that includes a live dvd of performances from hellfest open air festival and pitchfork music festival um critical reception of the album was very positive um yeah so swans is one of those bands that i remember hearing a long time ago um just like it would just be like one of those things that would come up i don't know why it's like (laughs) yeah i don't it's like you've never heard a song by them but everybody's like yeah i like swans you're like oh that's the confusing it's like i never hear or see 
anything about it. Yeah. Like, I'm never hearing someone being like, oh, my gosh, I'm just the biggest Swans fan. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's almost like, I wonder if they have, like, deadheads, but for Swans. <laughs> Swan Johns? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, for, like, uh, what's the what's fish. the other band? Well, like, Fish. Yeah. Exactly. I wonder if they have, like, their own little following. Yeah. Because they've been around for so fucking so long now. Long. Yeah. They've got to have something like that. They released uh, To Be Kind, The Seer, and The Glowing Man within the last eight years, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Those are the only three albums that I've listened to by them. Yeah. I've heard songs off of other albums, but I haven't gotten into those yet. They're mm-hmm. just, it's a commitment. Each oh, album yeah. is almost three hours long. Yeah. Like every album they do is a double or a triple album. Mm-hmm. Um, but those three albums, like when I heard, I think it was, it might have been this album or The Seer. I'm like, damn, I didn't know you can make music like that. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that was allowed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, this song, arguably, is not the best example of that. Yeah, I had never heard this song before. And I remember when it came on, I was like, this is Swans? And I yes. was like, I guess it's Swans. Because it's like, because yeah. I know they've been around forever. I'm like, I guess maybe I've, maybe it came out in like 1992. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was, so every other song by Swans is about 20 to 45 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't put those on there, even though they're my favorite songs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was, there's one other one that I was going to put on here that was slightly stranger, but I felt like this one was more palatable than, um, the one that I'm forgetting the name of, but oh, it's called Lunacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Lunacy was like six or seven minutes. This one was a little bit more radio friendly, mm. which I tossed those back and forth. I was like, I don't know if I should put the palatable version or right. the one that's like gonna drive you fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's hard to take a song out of their album and play it for somebody. Yeah, that would be hard. Yeah. Um, I don't, did you peruse the Wikipedia Wikipedia page for Swans? No. So I saw something that I thought was very funny, Ooh. and it was that so Swans, since they've been around for so long, they have a current and former band member list, and it's like twenty to thirty people. Oh my goodness <laughs> gracious! It's so many that you if you have like four or five yeah, people, it's so many that if you check out the Wikipedia page, someone made a colored chart <laughs> going through each band member through each overlap. year of that when they were in there. Wow. It's like, I don't know if you've ever seen these biblical charts, but they'll make these biblical color charts yes. of showing different parts of the Bible. Yeah. And it looks like that, but for the <laughs> band Swans. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, who the fuck did this? Yes. And you look at the like title, like what they did. It's like, oh, this person played Bells? Yeah. Oh, that's the <laughs> one swan john. Yeah. It's like, oh, you must mean yeah. xylophones. Like, no. Yeah. They played bells. <laughs> like, just a giant bell with a mallet. Yeah, but it's an old bell. It's an old ass <laughs> bell. Yeah, it's a Liberty Bell. It sounds sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this song, I don't know if it's because of the length. Maybe RJ, hear me out on this. Listening. Like, this don't song is me. long. Don't look at me. And repetitive but kind of annoying, like almost like it's like patronizing. Like okay. it, it doesn't think that I'm old enough to understand its music. Oh, okay. <laughs> like it's talking down to me a little right. bit. 
And I don't know if it's because of the length of the song. Like, if this song was only three minutes, would I like it? Okay. Can mm-hmm. I get your thoughts on the song? So, okay. okay. I'm going to tell you what I feel about it. Okay. And then we'll put that information together and see what happens. Okay. okay? A little information sandwich. <laughs> so, so, in general, it, it's a little long. To beginning of this, I kept, I don't know if I've heard Swans before. They've been around so long. I probably have. Mm. But like listening to this, and I was like, this sounds like something else. And then I finally came to the conclusion G Love and Special Sauce. Okay, what? And I looked it up. I don't know G Love and Special Sauce. It's a sloppy blues, is what they called it. So in the very beginning, it has that uh, little riff that he thing does. And I was like, that's what that's reminding me of. So then I played it even more, and I'm like, what is this vocal? sound like and i was like all right who does this sound like the way that they kind of have the kind of scratchy voice but then they kind of like the chorus they'll be louder tom waits no hold on this you're not this you're not gonna like this no it's fine (laughs) so then i hear his voice and i'm like you know who this reminds me of marilyn manson he oh. does that little, like yeah. he gets louder yeah. and more like angry. And I was like, he could do a song like this, yeah, and just Ooh. have louder distortion. That's yes. a Marilyn Manson song. Mm. Second of all, okay, I didn't like, or third of all, I didn't like the intro of it. Just kind of how it was brought to me, and I was like, eh, okay. And then they kind of doing the little like the thing where the, the guitar or whatever he started playing afterwards. Mm-hmm. I was like, it kind of it's melodic. And I was like, I appreciate that. But then I noticed it goes like that for a while. Hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, I'm over that. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) And then being from track three to four, I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, because there's nothing about that Deaf Heaven song where I'm bored. Yeah. Oh, it was was fantastic all the way through. And this is like. That is Are we still swans. in the mix? That is, <laughs> that, is yeah. swans. that is the definition of swans. They take one thing and drag it out. Marilyn Manson was sloppy blues rock. They'll play it to the point where it starts sounding different. You yeah. Know? You're like, the fuck? Like, have you ever seen one of those like 10 hour videos where it's like some phrase being said over like on YouTube for 10 hours straight? Mm-hmm. It's like that. When you start listening to it, you're like, is this the same thing that I started listening to? It's fucking weird. I feel like I get lost in it. Yeah. Like I'm literally listening to it and then something will happen in the song. I'm like it like wakes me up. I'm like, wait a second. We're still yeah. doing this. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. I didn't hate it. I'm just saying that. I didn't okay. hate it. I don't hate it. I just don't think it belongs. Like this particular song, maybe Swans does do, but this particular song does not feel like it belongs with the rest of the song. Yeah. Not sure why. There was one song that I thought would be the best one called Toussaint Le Overture <laughs> slash Bring the Sun, but it's 35 minutes long. <laughs> it's so fucking sick. Who's though. the first one with an hour mix? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I wanted to do it so bad. Yeah. So bad. But um, yeah, this one, out of context of the album, uh, it it changed it for me when I listened to it a couple times. Like I have an association of what this sounds like after and before the songs in the album yeah so i was curious how it would work for you guys not knowing anything else about the album right it's yeah. kind of like reading chapter four in a book yeah and just being like i don't know how this book started <laughs> i don't know how it's gonna end and i'll never find out yeah yeah um all right so i so listening to it i, I thought of a band to replace it okay i want to get your thoughts on that Ooh, okay okay I don't know if they are enough into, to me they are, 
but I don't know for you if they're enough into the oral sex. I have like 20 other songs that I was batting around, and okay. one of them might be what you're going to say. So I could imagine a few different songs from Refused. Oh, what songs? Um, that would be fun. I Yeah. I didn't. I, that's not on any of my list. That, really? Yeah, I never thought of that. That would have been fun. Genius. So that's my thing. Is like, is refused. Like, have have yeah. I have you have is refused in this category? Yes, I guess. I yes, because they are fucking weird, mm-hmm. and I don't know how to explain them to anyone. Yeah, and I don't even like playing because I've tried playing them for people before. I'm just like, you don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Refuse party program. I could hear on there. I don't know if that's off Shape of Punk to Come or not, but... Which is their best album. Yes. Yeah. But there's some really good songs on their previous album that I forgot the name of. That's the only... was really good. Yeah. But that's more traditional punk in a way. Right. But you can hear them starting to change on that album. Yes. Yeah. And then Shape of Punk to Come is a whole other thing. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a couple songs off of that that could fit and would fit well in this spot. Yeah. Because it, this does this song does have like a a certain type of energy to it that I feel like no, there's a refuse song in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, that would have been good. The other band I was thinking of was Shushu. Oh fuck, Shushu! <laughs> I remember the first time that I heard Shushu, I was probably driving my little car. Yeah, my little car. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. tiny Tim voice. Yeah. Um, yeah. The first time I remember, I was fourteen. And this girl that I was dating, uh, she showed me Shushu. And I was just like, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> you showed me Shushu. Okay. I'm like, this is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember hearing him like, wow, that is a thing. People can do that, I guess. <laughs> like a record deal. Crazy. Yeah, Shushu would have been great. <laughs> yeah. It kind of fits. It does, yeah. yeah. Another one was a Dead Western. I don't know if you remember them. Uh-uh. I think they were a local band. But they had an album on Spotify, hmm. and it's this guy singing very depressing cowboy-sounding music with the craziest deep voice, hmm. like uncomfortably deep voice. Hmm. It's so strange. Like Mufasa. It's like Mufasa. <laughs> Dustin must have played him for you at one point. So I'll yeah. play it for you. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. Um, all right. So you were with me on this? I feel it. Okay. <laughs> didn't hate it, but it's, it's one of those where it's just, I feel like it's, you zone out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't happy about this song, but I wanted to put Swans on there. Yeah. Because I feel like they're a band that's so out of the ordinary that they should be included. Mm. But but I didn't hate it yet again. Like, yeah. if yeah. you just made a mix with, like, songs similar to this, I would have been fine. If you ever take Mushrooms and want to listen to an album, uh, listen to a... Swans album. I don't think I'd listen to this mix. Not this mix. No, that would <laughs> no. scare me. Yeah. <laughs> listen to a Swans album <laughs> or Godspeed You Black Emperor, and then you'll get where I'm coming from. Be like, I understand that yeah. now. Yeah. Um, all right. So, track number five. I'll say the first time that I listened to this, and maybe even the second time, when this song came on, I thought it was Spotify just being like, you may like <laughs> every time. Um, all right, so track number five is Fake Empire by The National um, off the album Boxer. Um, the National is an American rock band from Cincinnati, Ohio, um, f- but formed in Brooklyn in 1999. 
The band consists of Matt Berenger, Aaron Dessner, Bryce Dessner, Scott Devendorf, and Brian Devendorf. Uh, founded by Matt Berenger, Aaron Dessner, and S- Scott and Brian Devendorf, The National released their self-titled debut album, The National, in 2001. Um, let's see. Bryce, who had assisted in recording the album, soon joined the band participating as a full member in the recording of its follow-up, Sad Songs for Dirty Lovers. Um Let's see here. So Boxer is the fourth album from them, um, released in 2007, produced by both Peter Caddis and the band itself. The album has sold nearly 430,000 copies. Mm. Um, A documentary film titled A Skin, A Night was released the following year, focusing on the recording process of Boxer. The film was directed by independent filmmaker Vincent Moont, Moon and released in conjunction with a collection of B-sides, demos, live recordings, title, the Virginia EP in 2008. Um, So the National is one of those bands that they became very popular. I don't know what year that would have been that they became very popular, probably in mid 2000 like 15 maybe yeah somewhere around. high violet era high yeah. violet and boxer i think were their two big albums mm. um so yeah rj yes. are you familiar with the national i've heard the name probably for a song but yeah. i can't pick it out but two things before mm-hmm. one do you think devin picked it because one of the person's name is devin what maybe the, the last name and then second of all i did not I it's did just not a that. band with brothers yeah, a brother band. It's a brother band. There's two sets of brothers in this band. Oh, shit. Two <laughs> brothers. Yeah. It's like the Avid Brothers brothers. <laughs> um, yeah, so how'd you feel towards... Was this enough of a track to make you want to be like, I should listen to more of The National? I, I was interested. Um, yeah. I feel, besides my like kind of weird feelings of like becoming a man... Huh? On track four. <laughs> <laughs> then we hit track five, and I'm like, okay. Pubic all right. I makes see, you yeah. think about a lot. <laughs> I like, had to take in my life and be like, I just raged through my teenage years, and now like I'm an adult. Yeah. <laughs> You're a black quarterback at one point. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm intrigued. I was like, I, I appreciate just the song as a whole. I, I'm curious. Uh, I mean, as far as... Uh, some of the other ones, I'm like, maybe I look into them, but I'm, I, I'm curious to see what else they can do, what yeah. else they have done. The National, maybe it's just this song, because I've heard The National before, but I've never cared enough to like take a deeper dive on them. Mm-hmm. This song in particular, I don't know how it matches up with the rest of their catalog. This song sounds like it belongs on one of your earlier mixes that you did. Um, I It yeah. might have been the mix with... Uh, uh, golden uh, messenger. Ooh, okay. Was that? You remember that mix? Yes, uh, I forgot the other bands, but I yeah. think I agree. Deer in the no, not Deer, Deer in the headlights, headlights was on it. They were on there. Yeah, they were on it. Yeah, I feel like this song. Ooh, yeah. Um, something about a levy. Heart like a levy. That was yeah. his golden messenger. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's something about this song that I feel works on that mix for some reason. I agree. Yeah, but yeah. what would you call? Like, why is the national on here? 
So, I originally wanted to put LCD sound system. Mm, now we're talking. We're fucking love. Yeah. Uh, sound of Silver is one of my favorite albums. I was going to put all my friends. Um, but it, there was a few songs on Sound of Silver that reminded me of The National. Mm-hmm. I thought The National would be a little bit more away from the mainstream than LCD sound system. So hmm. I was comparing National to LCD sound system. Okay. Um, just something about his voice and the time signatures of it, and it's not a traditional song in the sense, I guess. Hmm. Um, and they have a lot of that in their music, whereas LCD sound system, I feel like, would be a simpler band to just say, it's dance, dance music. Yeah. You know? The National is, I would just say, an indie band. Yeah, that's what, yeah. But I don't like that definition because that means so much. Right. You know? So it is hard for me to define. Uh, when I first heard them, it was another band where maybe it was it, reflective of the indie genre, but I heard them and I was like, damn, I didn't know people could make indie music like this. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's familiar enough. Uh, I think I compared it to Death Cab earlier in the week. Mm-hmm but also progressive enough to be something further in like the indie music culture, I guess. Mm-hmm. So this one was a stretch for me though. And after listening to it with all the other songs, it's like, it's tough. I get it. It works because it's at the end. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. No, like I it, like this at the end. Yeah. Like this, like it, and it, it, I feel like it only works because it's at the end. Yeah. Like, if this was anywhere else, it would not work at all. Yeah. Me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It sounded like a closing song. The other LCD sound system ones sounded like a closing song, too. So I think that's why I was kind of comparing them. Yeah. And the list of bands that I had for this was so fucking weird. Have <laughs> there you, so many strange-ass <clears throat> bands. Have you ever listened? I remember they were on Marin, um, like, maybe, like, four or five years ago, and that's when I took a deep dive on it. I like him a lot, but his voice on this song... Uh, reminds me a lot of that band and the song a little bit too but have you ever listened to the handsome family no um did you watch true detective yeah so the opening song from true detective is from this like weird like folk alternative indie band called the handsome family that's been around since like the 90s huh and they've been uh i think they live in i want to say they live in new mexico and like they've only lived in new mexico uh um, but they've been around for a long time. But yeah, I would I would be curious if you like the handsome family. But this song reminds me a lot of him. Interesting. His voice. It's hmm. on there. Yeah, his voice is uh it's unique, but it's like not crazy enough to not be on the radio or not be associated with other bands. Yeah. Like I don't know how to describe it. Hmm. It's kind of monotone, but he's got a melody to it. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um so had you heard other stuff by The National before? Mm-hmm. Had you heard albums or just songs? I think just songs. I, okay. Pete Holmes is a big fan. Yeah. I think he's like friends with the dude. So I think that was the like maybe five or six years ago. That was like the first time that I heard of them was because of him. Yeah, Phoebe Bridgers talked on that podcast about the singer of this band. Mm-hmm. Like they talked about him a lot. Yeah. Um, which makes sense. Phoebe Bridgers I feel like fits in this category in a weird way. Yeah. Some of her music is sort of similar. A little bit. Like, they could tour together. I was curious of another band. I don't know if you've taken... Well, there's, like, two bands, to me, that belong on a mix, like, 
this. Okay. And I don't know if you've ever, well, maybe, there's three bands. Oh, well, like there's four bands. <laughs> Dude, name them all. Let's <laughs> go down the list. RJ, if right. you got any two, load them up. Uh, have you guys ever taken a dip, deep dive on of Montreal? Uh, I've I've heard on Avery Island and uh, that's Nutri Milk Hotel. Okay, fuck. <laughs> See, you gave me these albums. Yeah, around the same time of Montreal. That my favorite album by them is the Sun Sunlandic Twins. Yes, you gave uh, me that one, mm-hmm. and then a newer one that I bought on vinyl because I liked the Sunlandic Twins. Yes, yeah, and of Montreal to me can because I don't know what to call them. Yeah. Because they're weird. I don't even know where they come from. I don't know they're what just they like, are. <laughs> I don't know what they are. <laughs> I don't know if they're humans. No. Yeah. And then the other one was another band that I love, uh, the Blood Brothers. Yeah. Because I don't know. Be like, I don't, I don't know what this is. <laughs> I don't know. It could be of Montreal people yeah. again. Have you heard the Blood Brothers? The name sounds familiar. Yeah. I know you've heard one song by them. Burn yeah. Piano, Island Burn is like a popular song for them. Yeah. And uh, Scissor. Do, 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 that one with the, like, where the beat do, just do, drops. Do, do. Like, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Love that song. Yeah. They have a great cover of Under Pressure. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah. 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 Um, Architecture in Helsinki. Okay. Um, and then the other band would have been, I never know how to pronounce them, but Sugar Rios or Sugar. Sugar. Um, Rios, Sugar Rios. They're um, uh, they're Nordic. Um, S I. Oh, Sigur Ross. Yes, Sigur Ross. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I don't know what to call them. See, I don't even know how to pronounce their name. I call them post rock, but they talk like Sims characters. Where are they, they from? Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. Okay. So they speak Swedish. So it's just all nonsense to me. <laughs> uh, they literally have a song like the I think chef. called Gobbledygook. Yeah. 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 With the chef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the famous chef. Yeah. <laughs> a pork pork. Blurk a Yeah. They are post rock with lyrics. And they chose, I mean, they're Swedish, so they chose Swedish lyrics. So yeah. I think that's what makes them so strange. Yeah. Maybe they're normal over yeah. there. <laughs> It's like when you hear a f- like French music or a French singer playing guitar, you're like, "This is some interesting ass music." And you're like, "That's an Elton John cover." Yeah, it's just in French. Yeah, Sigur yeah. Ross is they're pretty unique though. Yeah, I don't know what to call them. Yeah. I just know that they're like they they make weird music. They would come up with like uh, Caspian and Explosions in the Sky, mm. Saxon Shore, like yeah. instrumental bands, but they have lyrics yeah maybe bjork just because they're from the same area <laughs> um rj so yes. are you pro this song it works yeah it works okay didn't hate it i mean but it's just it, it's there i'm intrigued i'll maybe listen to like you know their top hits which devin yells at me did not do yeah it's no i mean these guys you can check out their top hits but this one like i love this song and i was surprised it wasn't one of their top hits so they got like f- at least five other songs that are way more popular. And uh, Blood Bows Ohio is like their, I think their number one song in there. That's a good one to start with. It's, yeah, because if I just heard this one like by itself or like with other songs that are similar, I would have been fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it's because like unintentionally the first three songs work so well together that these l- – the. Uh, the Swans works with the other ones. It's just annoying eventually. Yeah. Um, 
and maybe because it's so chaotic, it still allows for the national to work. But like, if refused was track number four, yeah. I might not think that the national would like work on this mix. Mm-hmm. I really like refused in that. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I don't know if it's so. The swan song kind of helps the national being on the 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 mix. Okay. The, those two go. Yeah. Hmm. So it's interesting. So it's like I hate you, but I accept you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear something other yourself bands? in the mirror every day? <laughs> <laughs> You'll do all right if you don't fail. <laughs> Except you for one more day. Um, do you want to hear some of the other bands I had on yeah. the, the list? Uh, Mylitz from Sergeant House Records. I'm, I'm not going to know how to describe no. any yeah. of these bands. Uh, but Hella. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Hella, drummer, Zach Hill. Yeah. From Death Grips. Mm, mm. Um, also was in a band called Bygones with Nick Reinhardt, who was in that Death Grips song from mm. Terramelos. Mm-hmm. Similar to like Terramelos, but much harsher. That one almost made it on instead of, uh, I, actually, I think instead of Deaf Heaven. But then I was like, no, Deaf Heaven needs to be there. Uh, M83, their older stuff. I've heard the band. I've never actually okay. listened to them. Their older stuff didn't have lyrics for the most part and was very like instrumental kind of DJ sounding. Deerhoof. Oh yeah. Deerhoof would work. Yeah, they they have a Hell, new Knight Rider cover. I would say even Oathbreaker would work. I thought about that too, yeah, but I had honestly. Death Heaven. Yeah, but they're so different. Maybe they're different, but they would work really well next they to each other. They go well together <laughs> on like if I wanted to make like a a mixtape of like ten minute metal songs. Yeah. <laughs> They're fucking sick. I'd put those on there. Um yeah, Deerhoof, Marnie Stern, hmm. uh Clipping. Clipping is the rap group oh, that I've heard them. David Diggs is in, who had a lot to do with Hamilton. Mm-hmm. He's in that like group with right. Lynn Manuel Miranda. Uh by the end of tonight with Terramelos, Dead Western, Amen Dunes, who's that's good. Um, Deer Hunter, Shoo Shoo, Black Moth, Super Rainbow, <laughs> King Cruel, and Maps and Atlases. Hmm. You know who I thought would uh, also work with this mix? Hmm. Um, the the uh, maybe track number three or four from the mix that you made from Aesop Rock of him and the one girl from the Moldy Peaches. Oh. No. Undeclared, yeah. yeah, because that Uncluded. I don't know what to call that, yeah, yeah, Uncluded, yeah, Uncluded, yeah. yeah, like I don't know what to call that, yeah. And for some reason, because of the death grips is on here, like maybe you might be too much, yeah, that and that song was on here, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, something like that, though. They do have other songs too that probably would work, probably because it's just it's like this weird, like indie folk, folk rap, hip hop, yeah, mixture, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, and then you could have had someone like Mudvayne on there just to round it out. <laughs> Mudvayne is so unique. <laughs> I mean, nobody else did it like they did. People want to say they're the discount Slipknot, but I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's yeah, the end of the mix. Oral sex. Damn, I'm pissed um, I didn't put refused on there now. Yeah. I would have thought you would have. Yeah. Right? That didn't even 
cross my mind. I think it's because they you listen to them so much that yeah. it's like you're not weird. Some of the <laughs> some of the bands that I like, I had to look up like Terramellos. That didn't want to put on there at first because I listened to that so much, and they're right. like, "Oh no, they're strange." Yeah, <laughs> like, they're really weird. Well, it's weird the level of strange because the level of strange to you is going to be much different <laughs> yeah. than the level of strange of the average Blink Way Two fan. Yeah, true. Say. Right. Yeah, because like I would say that like I put can show someone Glassjaw, but I don't know, I know what to call Glassjaw. Glassjaw, I would put on here. Really? Yeah, yeah. But you and I have listened to them so much that it's just normal for us. Yeah, so it wouldn't really make sense, right? Our exactly. Listen to them. I've heard, I've heard enough. Them. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, it never crossed my mind. Joanna Newsom, I really wanted to put on here. Yeah, because I feel like she's that would be fucking so great on this. So that's the vibe I was going for yeah. with the national. I and yeah. LCD sound system, something softer. But Joanna Newsom is not on uh, Spotify. Motherfucker, right? that would have been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would have been good. Um, Chelsea Wolf, she's actually another artist from Sacramento, who's on Sergeant House Records. Has some very dark and ominous songs too. It just didn't fit. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So you ready to rate it? I am. All right. So I really I thoroughly enjoyed the mix. Not Ooh. as much as your last mix. Oh, your really? last mix I gave you very high yeah. rating. Yeah. Um, this, if you had refused in there, it would have been a banger. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did put this in there. Um, yeah. So for this mix for me, I'm going to give it a 3.8. Tight. I feel like it, it, if it had refused on there... It'd be a little bit higher, um, but the I personally don't like the Swan song. Like I just yeah. don't like the song. Um, and then the National song, I think it's fine. Those first three, I think, are awesome. I think cool. those are solid. Those first three. All right. Yeah. Um, for my rating, uh, I love the first two songs. The third one works with the first two songs, and then I was kind of heartbroken where it's just like, all right, we're going the last two and i'm like it, it, it changes but with the theme i kind of see where he's going with this so i had mixed emotions for it didn't hate the mix like if i got them like just kind of individually and looked at them i'm like they i i enjoyed them um overall i mean it wasn't terrible i, I did enjoy it cool <laughs> it wasn't terrible uh but you got a th- 3.65, which is a good score. It's always that. It's always, he never all gives right. a low score. Yeah. Like almost all of your scores are within 3.1 yeah. to 3.8. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always like, this is a piece of yeah. shit. I fucking hated it. I don't know why you didn't kill yourself when you're making this, but 3.9. I'm pretty yeah. sure you're a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, See, I like the build up though. <laughs> I need somebody to be like, here's my track or here's my mixed title, like poop, but all my songs are not about poop. Mm. Then I'll be like, the title does not fit that. That's zero points. That's true. And then you'll get like a one. But what is there songs to poop to? Oh, See, that so will change the score. <laughs> like all Tiny these songs I could <laughs> poop to. Tiptoe through the tulips. Yeah, that's I can poop to song. anything. Yeah. <laughs> Rough Riders. Oh, yeah, I could poop to that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I make my own beat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With the plops? <laughs> All of the above. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Rough Riders. What don't we do, ball? That's a pooping song if I ever heard. Um, Devin, what are you giving yourself on this mix? Um, first three, I agree with both of you, kind of. Uh, first three songs I enjoyed. Now you, RJ, you said you only like the first two songs. Mm-hmm. Um, listening to it back a few times, it's, uh, the Swans song, out of context of the album, doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Refused would have been so much better. <laughs> um, and the National was a stretch. So I gave myself 3.2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. I'll get them next time. Ma'am. Hmm. <laughs> you can do it, Devin. Very low self-image this week. <laughs> um, all right. RJ, do you have something special for us? Do you have a treat for us? I do yeah. have a treat for you. Guys, I just got to tell you, I made a mix this week that I'm, I can't wait to lay down on you Ooh. guys. <laughs> I'm uh, so excited. Oh. I had one, but then it's this one, and I'm like, eh, okay. Wait, explain this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. That's what RJ thought, mm-hmm. spoken through RJ language. You need to elaborate so we understand. I understand. I made a mix that okay. I was like, this is the shit, and then now we're here, and I'm like, eh, I want to change it. So you're changing on the spot? No. Wait, you get it here? as is. You get it as is. Wait. I'm confused. <laughs> okay. There's been like five different variations are, of this. In this statement, are there two mixes or no, this, one mix? Well, okay. There's one. I thought there was two mixes. Yeah, I thought there were two. It's, I'm going to give you the mix, and then next week I'm going to rate another mix. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought you were you're like, I, I could have given you gold, but I'm going to give you my pile of yeah, shit. That's what I thought. Yeah. I'm going to give Mike one mix and then Devin the other mix. Oh, that would be interesting. And then I rate a different mix. We'd be so confused <laughs> if just the artists were the same, but just different songs. Yeah. Just literally, like, you know, that would be entertaining but no i i so you made a mix and you're unhappy with the mix at this point but you're still gonna send it to us okay what i do for my mixes is i literally just find like 20 songs and then i kind of put little hearts by them and i'm like i like that one i don't like that one i like that one i like and then i change it over and over and over again until i get like six and then i have to take one out i do the same thing i have the master list, which is the five songs. So, so for this one, it was just called oral sex. And then I had oral sextras that were the extras <laughs> that I would have put on the alternate songs. You make a name every playlist. For I some... do. I forgot what the other ones are, though. I think that should be a segment. Just B-sides, every time. Mostly. Your creative title. All right. You guys ready for this one? Okay. Wait, real quick. Before yes. you announce this, if you change any of the songs, do you have a song in mind that you want to change it to? Like right now? Like right now. No. Why aren't you happy with it then? Because there's two songs that I might flip. Like four to five, six to two, All seven right. to one. Six to two. I make weird <laughs> mixes. <laughs> seven to one. I only share what I want to share with you guys. I don't have a track three. So that means so. it's not bring, it's not being brought into the five so do you want to bring it into the five i only have track three on all these like literally it's just three 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 so okay all right well no more questions you're releasing Anyone? it as is and yeah. you're not happy with it i'm i'm fine with it you're fine with it but are you is this the final version yes all right i'm ready ready okay so next week we will uh be rating my mix titled colder Without Yuletide. So it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I was having such a good week. Now I got to listen to this shit. Hold on, hold on. 
seven days. So read it again. Colder without Yuletide. Without Yuletide. Without Yuletide. But you're colder because the Yuletide is going to make you warm. So this is not Christmas songs. No, no, no. The Yuletide is going to make you warm. Okay. What colder is, what is without. <laughs> <laughs> First off, I know it's a Christmas thing. I don't know what it is. It's well, like there's the Yule log. <laughs> What's that? Is that like a Duraflame? <laughs> yes. Well, Tide cleans cool. your clothes. Call it a Duraflame. <laughs> you know what you wash your clothes with, Tide? Tide? Yeah. I think it, a Yule Tide is like saying gay. It's gay? <laughs> I think it's like that. Is it gay songs? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no gay. Without Yuletide. <laughs> so colder without Yuletide. Okay. So cold weather songs is what I'm thinking. Without Christmas? Without so, Christmas. So not Christmas songs. Yeah, but songs about snow. Huh? Maybe they're Muslim songs because <laughs> they don't celebrate <laughs> Christmas. Are these Jewish songs? Oh, are these Jehovah Witnesses home? Ooh! <laughs> the straight bangers. Just denying Christmas. Hmm. Yuletide, a word used as a synonym for Christmas, is a combination of Yule from the pagan winter festival, oh. Joel, and Tide, which refers to an annual festival or the season of said festival. So, synonym for Christmas. So, I can just say Happy Yuletide to everybody? Yeah. So I believe it Toy. said somewhere that it was like Yuletide was used, and all of a sudden somebody's like, I like calling it Christmas better. Versus like Christmas the is Jesus. Christmas. Yeah, I bet it was Jesus. <laughs> well, Christmas is more it's Christmas Christ Eve. Mass. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas is like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, versus Yuletide is like the 21st to the 25th or something like that. That's, so it's like Christmas week. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, that they're like, we're celebrating the birth of Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. That's just the day it was born. Yeah. Yeah. But the, it's, I think it's the 22nd through the 25th, or it's like the four days where base, it's like when the earth is spinning on its axis or something, the, the stars align in a certain way. Like it's very pagan celebration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is like Yule Tide. It's when the it's moon like spring is break. lowest in the sky and then it rises again after mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. And then they had the menorah. Yeah. That's like 20 something days. <gasps> My, I, so my cousins are Jewish mm. and we were up at my cabin once when I was younger and I leaned over to see what was on the TV and I caught my hair on fire with the menorah and I didn't know it. And my mom just started hitting me in the head because <laughs> <laughs> my hair, and I just, that's all I remember. From <laughs> then there's boxing day. It's for boxing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they made like, why do the Canadians, there's gotta be a history for boxing day. Is it like their Thanksgiving? It's the day after Christmas. Is it for getting rid of all the boxes? I don't the know. Gifts that you get? <laughs> Wasn't that like Black Friday? Yeah. That's Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know, but they're. No, Boxing Day, they get rid of all the boxes. <laughs> That's true. Recycling so, Day. Colder without Yuletide. Mm hmm. So Stone Cold Steve Austin. Cold. It's his theme songs that he came out with. Colder without Christmas. I want to say like Nora Jones is on it. So are you talking about Devin's heart? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's colder without Christmas. It's not growing three sizes this year. <laughs> 
My heart is actually warmer without Christmas. <laughs> Christmas, I'm turns fine it, without it. Turns it to cold <laughs> every year. Um. All right. So yeah, you can find the podcast where you get podcasts. Um, find us on Instagram, Five Song Mixtape. Um, and you can find us on Spotify. You find the mixes themselves on Spotify. Five song mixtape, all one word. So you find us there. Um, yeah. So I am very excited for hopefully some Mariah is on there. Do you think it's going to be Christmas or it's not Christmas? I think it's Christmas. I think it's not. Okay. I th- I'm hoping. You're just it's hoping. Not. I'm really hoping it's not. <sighs> if you make me like Christmas this year, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. You know the way into his heart with Christmas song is she and him. Actually, it's Nora Jones and Willie Nelson doing Baby It's Cold Outside. The original version that we got intended. Not I just want to. bullshit. Just want to say to everyone, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Hey, Starbucks. Just say Merry Christmas. I had seven eggnog lattes already. <laughs> <laughs>